Oh, welcome, neighbors. Yes. Are you going to put on a cardigan and change your shoes? It's a beautiful day in pop culture. Here's, you know what? Every Wednesday, I don't understand this, about five seconds before our cameras go live, yeah. Kelsey wants to high-five us. I don't understand five, what's going on. Four, it's like, this is not the time to play high-five, Kelsey. She wants to high-one us. Somebody. Yeah. And then pick your nose. Pick your nose, somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how we like to start. Picking mm. our noses. Classy yes. as ever. Pop that culture. Mm -hmm. And pop that culture, then roll it and flick it across the room. Mm. Next Delicious. week's episode, pop that zit. Um, my uh, mom was crushed. She was very sad. Super sad. Why? Because... Oh, Barbara. Oh, Barbara. Listen, they are a Wheel of Fortune couple, uh -oh. my mom and dad. Love it. Local news is over. You get a little national mm. news, and then you get a little Wheel of Fortune. Mm -hmm. And then Jeopardy comes on. Yes. And sometimes they'll watch Jeopardy, but they kind of, I mean, they say, you know, God bless him, and it's so great that he's, you know, doing so well with his cancer mm. treatments, but they feel like Trebek is a little too snobby sometimes. Is it so, really because your dad is kind of jealous about your mom's thing, secret thing? Secret thing for, for Trebek? Alex Trebek. <laughs> He does have uh -huh. uh, he does have a, uh, a handsome face. Yes, a certain je ne sais quoi. Silver fox. Mm. Mustache or not. Um, but yeah, so they weren't super huge into Jeopardy. But boy, you get somebody who can't stop winning. And they're oh, like, I we know. had to watch Jeopardy every night. Every night. Every day. day. Every five days a week, we are watching Jeopardy because this man cannot lose. Over and over and over mm. again, he's winning. And so it was super exciting. My mom was like, did, Don, did you lay out your pills? Okay, I've got our dinner trays. Yes. And like, we're ready to, what is, is there a phone happen? in reach in case there's an emergency? I might have to call Sarah because this is exciting. Are you wearing your medical bracelet? <laughs> medical alert. <laughs> Jeopardy addict right here. Let first responders know that you're into the Jeopardy. What caused your heart attack? That guy keeps winning. Um, but Jeopardy James, as he's called, because nobody mm. can remember or wants to take the time to know his last name, which is Holzhauer. Uh, <laughs> Jeopardy James. I like, I like Jeopardy James. Jeopardy you, James. You don't walk into a bar and go, drinks for everyone. I'm James Holzhauer. No, you go, Jeopardy James on the house. In this bitch. <laughs> I'm making it rain bar peanuts. Um, so he has been winning Jeopardy 32 games straight, mm -hmm. and then his reign finally came to an end. Was it a purple reign? And there was, no, there was controversy. Uh-oh. Controversy. We just said two Prince, Prince song titles in five seconds. I know. Um, <laughs> for two reasons. Mm. One, uh, there were newspapers. Mm. There were TV shows, oh. and I want to say, my mom was heartbroken about this. There was like a, a little teaser or commercial right before the episode aired, according to Barb, that said this is the one where he loses. Like, they let the cat out of the bag before the episode even aired. No, tickets. There were all these newspapers that uh, uh. some of them said spoiler alert, and some of them didn't, and they were just like, oh, Je Jeopardy James loses tonight. You, you would got think. the whole country. Uh watching this man and you're gonna let the cat out of the bag early on that when people were no. pissed. just poke a couple holes in the bag so the cat can breathe but keep the spoiler in <laughs> because i mean even in the mcu they yes. they withheld the far from home trailer basically revealing that tony right. stark had died right spoiler alert yes um and and now jeopardy just couldn't yes. do it and there were a lot of people who maybe don't have to deal with spoiler culture. Right. Who may be above a certain age, who right. were shocked when they had spoiler culture smack them right in the face. Hey, could you imagine? Jeopardy. And they were, <laughs> what? People put stuff on the internet yes. that spoils things before they have to. You are Don and Barbara, <laughs> parents of Sarah. And you're not on social media that much. No, oh no, they so do. you don't see it come by on your news feed. They have no Twitter. They have no Facebook. They have no yeah. Instagram. They don't have nothing. pro athletes misspelling all the hashtags that they're blocking. Listen, we email photos to my parents so that they can print them out on their color printer. Yeah, because they don't have social media. Right. Yeah. At home, they're still watching channels two, four, seven, fifty, and twenty. Correct. Maybe sixty-two when they want to watch <laughs> the scene or the new dance show. Well. You know, Don loves the new dance show. He loves it. 
You know what's funny is when Don invites all his friends over and he makes them dance in a line, <laughs> and then all their friends have to come up the center and show them their best moves. Oh, that barb comes Ooh. in. Woo! Uh, but, so, A, people were pissed that the uh, the news that that, ep that night's episode was going to be the one where he lost right. was made known to everybody. And then, B, we're going to show you the final Jeopardy clip. People felt like Jeopardy James purposely threw this one mm -hmm. and was trying not to win. You decide. Champion and from Emma. Over to James now. He had 23,400 and his response was correct. His wager, a modest one for the first time, that takes him to 24,799. So, Emma, it's up to you. If you came up with a correct response, you're going to be the new Jeopardy champion. Did you? You did. What did you wager? Oh, gosh, 20,000. What a payday. 46,801. What a game. Oh, my gosh. What a way to start the week. Congratulations. We're going to say goodbye to James, too. We'll be seeing him again, folks. Take care. So long. Hell, kind of final Jeopardy bet was that Jeopardy James this ah. guy we were talking about before the show he was able to almost win as much as Ken Jennings mm. who had won it over like 70 games right this guy won in 32 games because he bets like a mofo right. I mean, he bets high yes. a lot he takes chances he's like mr. Vegas guy yeah. there's he a couple things that work either a he forgot to carry the one. Clearly. When he was doing the in-head. I'm serious. Like, like uh, 1,300 or whatever the hell it was. Or, or, the, was or the Jeopardy pit boss pulled him aside before <laughs> the show and said, look, if you win another final Jeopardy, we're going to break your legs and dump you out on the strip at 4 in the morning. No, but listen, so there were definitely odds makers through Vegas uh -huh. that were out there laying down, you know, bets for people or lines yeah. for when he was going to lose and how much he was going to I mean, everything. You can bet on anything in this mm -hmm. universe. So people are like, was he, was that kind of, uh, ah, some, was that I'm some totally. shady S going on yeah, there? You know where, what? Like, De Niro's going to send Joe Pesci after <laughs> your ass and then it's, whoop, no, where he like, a hole he, in the desert for you, buddy. Where he purposely, yeah, where he purposely lost so that uh -huh. the, something would, some bet would come true. He said that he didn't bet as high as he usually does in Final Jeopardy because unless the, uh, the, girl contestant and I feel terrible I don't have her name or remember it but anyway he was like unless she got it wrong there was no way for him to win so he wanted to protect second place it was still because like, protecting been, second place is a that, mark of a champion he'd been beating that middle guy pretty mm -hmm. handily the whole show right I don't think that guy was going to be much of a problem he knew the answer Marlo yeah. he could have bet way more it was just weird yeah that he but I will say I don't know that I fully realized until recently they tape these like six a day like mm -hmm. five or six of them a day they just churn them out so by the time it gets to the end of the day he's like yeah. can somebody just like give me a Snickers <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe it was the six taping right right that's what I'm saying where he was yeah. like I am this is no, enough I'm going to stick to my conspiracy theory I, I think that during this episode of Double Jeopardy yeah. Joe Pesci's making pancakes for his kids <laughs> getting ready to put the hit out Yeah, picking up a crowbar he opens up a closet in his house there's a baseball bat, crowbar, brass knuckles <laughs> gun Jeopardy guy yeah. weapon, Jeopardy guy weapon. What do I want to kill him with? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but yeah, so his uh, his run came to an end. He made over $2 million, mm. but with taxes, because that's fun, he's only going to get to keep close to a million. Yeah. Nothing like 50% of your winnings going Donate, away. start getting the write-off. Start, go to the Sally's, man. Get that pink <laughs> tag. Something. Start donating bags of clothes. Don't you feel like game shows should have something in there to help people out with the winnings, conceivably putting people in completely different right. tax brackets and like getting screwed. Uh, you know what? It, you hear about it all the time. You know, um, Oprah, when she gives people cars, right. and they're like, well, how do I pay the son of a... They're like, I guess I can't keep the um, car because, yeah, it stinks. You have these, these great happy moments and then you realize, hmm, paperwork, bureaucracy, mm. it's a bitch. Oh, he's only up a million. Why don't you cry some more for him? I'm just saying, oh. the man earned two 
million and he only gets to keep half. Just a man you going after stuff that he worked for. He you know, you kids these days thinking you're entitled to everything. It's Want the hand principle, out. David. <laughs> you're no fun. But what is fun is the new teaser for The Lion King. People are very excited because mm. they get to hear. Because it's not Aladdin. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. Uh, they get to hear Beyonce, not that we don't already know what her voice sounds like, but Beyonce as mm. Nala in The Lion yep. King. So here is the new 30-second Lion King teaser. You have to take your place as king. We need you. We're here. The backup has arrived. I'm just excited for Timon and Puma. I think they might, and this is scandalous and a hot take, but I think they might actually be funnier than the original Timon and Pumbaa. Who no. I love. Mm -mm. No. And I was not all in on like this new Lion King. I, Why do we need it? But I don't, those two, I'm excited. I, You know what? I'm going to see it because it's the Lion King. But I still, I'm still dis... Simba marries his cousin, okay? You say this I, every time. It I can't really get over it. It's just burned in your brain. It, it totally, you can't unsee that. You can't unsee incest, Sarah. Although, I don't know if they're going to play that up in this version. I think they're going to try know. and, you know, they're not going to Game of Thrones it where they're like, Wong, here I, are two twins that are having sex. I think they're going to kind of downplay and just be like, yay, fun animals. <laughs> you went there. I implied it. Uh... Well, I, I still want to see that, um, you know, I want to see a connection to Wakanda and Zamunda in this movie. Oh, if Eddie Murphy shows do. up, that would be amazing. I really do. I mean, there you can draw so many lines. Yes. And you know what? Wouldn't it be awesome if there were a donkey somewhere that, <laughs> that they were getting ready to eat? Donkey. And it was Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> Please. Or like yes. right, be, right before they attack him and take him down, <laughs> like, you know, Wild Kingdom style. Yes. Eddie Murphy does the voice. Oh, like, oh, no. Those, oh, just and like the a, truck comes up, donkey, where'd you go? <laughs> um, You're always a fan of all things. I just, I want it all to come together. Yeah. I know, I really, you don't, you think that's a joke? It's not a joke. I want to see it all happen. No, I know you do, which is why for this next one, I'm wondering if you would like uh, something that I am going to propose, which I, I didn't realize, I guess it makes sense, that the new Batman movie that everyone's freaking out about because Robert Pattinson mm. from Twilight is playing Batman. It's uh, it's gonna be a trilogy. You're gonna get one, two, three Robert Pattinson as Batman movies. Because we were begging for it. <laughs> kind of like the new Lion King. Yes. I mean, why don't we, just, let's remake 2001 A Space Odyssey because we can get better looking apes in the beginning. <laughs> but Come the, on. the director said that the take on this is gonna be a little bit more noirish and mm. then also that he's gonna have Batman more in detective mode, which he feels like the okay. other movies didn't really lean on that as heavily as they could have, because right. apparently Bruce Wayne is supposed to be the world's best detective. As yeah, well. he is. I think they should show like you know him like invoicing his clients. Okay, <laughs> private detective work. That's the whole movie. Him like you know really sitting in his office, updating social media. Hey guys, there's a Groupon out for my services. I sent that invoice out like four yeah. months ago. They still yeah. haven't paid. This you know is our terms were net thirty. We're at 120 days. You better pay up, mofo. <laughs> I um I uh, didn't he turn into a bat in Twilight? I mean, come on. Uh no. Did those vampires is, not turn into bats? That is a Dracula thing. You're right. I, I didn't even yeah. think about that. That they He's, should turn into in the last set of movies. He could have been a Batman, but that was stupid <laughs> vampires. <laughs> Um, so I'm thinking if he's going to be in detective mode, the combo that I'm looking for is Detective Batman and mm. Detective Pikachu. Oh, a buddy comedy. Yes! And then they should just basically, <laughs> they should just totally cop the whole story from Lethal Weapon and have a scene where a guy's going to jump off the building. Okay, but And Detective Pikachu handcuffs himself to the crazy guy and jumps off and... Okay, so uh, you think Pikachu's going to be the crazy one? Yeah. And Batman's going to be the grizzled, I'm too old for this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you and, think, then, you? and then Pika, one day <laughs> he shows up in the Batcave and it blows up. Uh huh. And then Jet Li comes out because oh, we just combine all the Lethal Weapon movies. <laughs> My earpiece is coming out again. Oh, Hold of on. course it is. Just shove that, shove that right in there. 
so. We're gonna do, you know what? We sexy. should do a super cut of me pulling the little plastic ear. Which is why thing. I offer you tape, but you never want to take it. Cause Joe doesn't like it, <laughs> it's but only it hurts because it pulls his hair. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're gonna of surgically people, implant it uh, do next it. episode. Yeah. <laughs> And Can then Joe would just constantly, like, like any other show that Bluetooth. you did would still be in Joe's ear, so all day. <laughs> <It'd be laughs> like, just, it's just NRM programming in his ear all yeah, day. Yeah, it'd be like, <laughs> weird. Nothing. That'll be my superpower. <laughs> what? What? I can hear it. What? They're Her talking Torah? <laughs> I gotta get back to Farmington now. <laughs> um. But yes, uh, the uh, Pikachu is all over the place, not just the. Uh, Ryan Reynolds movie mm. version of it, but the love for Pikachu and for all of those Pokemon characters are so strong. There is now a wedding planning company in Japan. Of course, it's Japan. Of course, it's all Japan. the great ideas come out of Japan. That has gotten permission and, and hooked up with the Pokemon uh, people to have Pokemon weddings, where you can have the characters show up. I don't. They don't say much, so I don't think they're going to officiate. But no, they, they do say a lot. They say Pika and Pikachu. Right. Unless, of course, you get. You know, you, what happens in Pokemon when you become the next? You evolve into the next powerful creature. Mm -hmm. What's the one after Pikachu? See? Of course, all oh, the See? what? Look wow. at this. Three people they on the knew crew. knew it. Knew that it. Is... Like, no, no hesitation. <laughs> Raichu. One of them's what? Asian. Which well, which one? Uh, this makes sense that I would know. Stop. Here's the problem, though. You and I don't have Asian names, so are we really Asian? <laughs> it's like the tree falling in the woods. Mm. Yes. No. <laughs> See? <laughs> We have to go to, to therapy. There's a group in For not having the Asian basement of the First Asian. Methodist Church. There's a whole bunch of Asians named Jones uh, going, hey, are we yeah. really Asian? It's really existential. I don't think you want to know I more about that, it. I felt yeah. Um, yeah. I so love have, this. You can have this wedding where like, even your marriage certificate will have Pokemon stuff on it um, and your wedding cake topper. And I believe the the characters will show up to their reception too i love it i seriously love it i want to renew my vows right with now. those guys yes and you know what though what i'd secretly do and not tell anybody is i would hire somebody to play a bad pikachu to come and try to take out <laughs> i mean not the bad pikachu a bad pokemon to oh. come and take out i kind of like the idea of like like evil twin pikachu you know it had to be me out you'd have that team rocket come in and try to steal pikachu that's how that works yeah that's what i was Ab say. absolutely <laughs> Instead of going on a diet before your wedding, you have to go train at a poke gym. Yeah. And <laughs> like, wow. I legit, I legit have watched maybe three episodes because I was forced to because I was with my nephew. I know nothing about. You're a terrible a, aunt because if you did got you just away say with terrible, terrible. <laughs> you are a if terrible you aunt. got away with only three episodes of yeah. Pokemon with the amount of nephewage you have, I know. Then you are just well, avoiding now, listen, your responsibilities. I have, I have a, a four-year-old nephew who still has time to discover it, and I'm sure oh. I'm going to have to watch. Power Rangers with him. I'm gonna have to watch Pokemon, like, cause it all just continuously cycles oh, yeah. to younger, younger, younger. Yeah. Um, it's a conspiracy. You're, we're training America's youth to consume Japanese products <laughs> well before they are at the age of consumption. Oh, so you can have a Pokemon wedding, mm. um, and then we go straight to the marriage that was destroyed by uh, not a cartoon, but by a movie. It's a weird one. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen, who has been many different characters, <laughs> Ali G and Borat or whatever over the years, um, he was recently on a, a podcast. Come on this one and tell the story. Yeah, Sasha Baron. No, you know what? He would Sasha. totally. He would. He. We would split up. We'd be done after that. We would. Yeah. If he came on. He totally just messed with us, and you yeah. know, next thing you know, he's running away with. Whoever. Yeah, with Kelsey. Kelsey. There's some weird just... polyamorous thing going <laughs> yes, on. And exactly. I don't know. Then what it would be is. just weird and nobody in this room could work together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just be defriending each other on social media. Right. And, and terrible. He's just, he's just a ruiner. So I don't know what it was that led into it, but somehow apparently there had been rumors, I don't remember this, um, that the movie Borat was like the nail in the coffin, the last straw, mm. the thing that broke up that really solid, tight, tight relationship between Pam Anderson and Kid Rock. When you have um, something within the institution of marriage, yeah. which is everything you want out of being physical, spiritual, emotional, mm -hmm. getting married and, in bikinis, um, intellectual, yeah. 
uh, it's hard to break up unless, unless you are the Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, which to be honest, I mean, I I saw Borat in the theaters. I loved it at the time. It had a window, and then you know we were all done with Borat. Right. And I kind of just sort of put it out of my head, and I forgot that the plot of it is that he's in love with Pam Anderson mm -hmm. and comes to America because he wants to make her his wife right. and yeah. take her back. So I totally forgot that. And she was one of the few people in the movie that was in on it and that everybody else is not in on his character mm. and all of that. And so um, uh, he, in this story that he was telling, a couple things. One, um, when he shows up to the book signing that she was doing, um, they had to film the scene twice because he throws a blanket over her and like throws her over his shoulder mm. and tries to kidnap her. And I, apparently the first time they did it, um, her fans, didn't react and he was like what the hell is this you showed up to a book signing for someone you are allegedly a super fan for oh, yeah. this weirdo shows up throws a blanket over your favorite celebrity takes her away and you were like well that was weird <laughs> honestly okay so when this was filmed i yeah but nowadays i would just say it was like some sort of oh they're doing some sort of social media right, thing like, yeah, i don't right. care but it's when this was that, filmed yeah. like that was not a thing right yeah oh so... it's another flash mob <laughs> damn it so he had to wait and come back uh-huh there would be a different crop of people who hadn't seen them do it before and kidnap her again right because they didn't react well enough but apparently it's such a fast thing that he's doing he actually cracked her jaw and like chipped i mean she actually had mm. a broken jaw a little just a wee bit that's why you insure your production people yes like, come on um, but so she was all in, she was all about it, and then apparently um, she had a special screening with somebody from a movie studio and Kid Rock, and they're in some big mansion in Malibu, and they're watching it, and Sasha Baron Cohen said, so I sent a text to him afterwards, and I said, you know, what did, what did Kid think? What did, how did it go? Was it going to... And she said, um, he's getting a divorce. Sasha Baron Cohen was like, what the, what do you mean? Why, why is he divorcing you? And she just wrote back Borat. And he thought she was kidding. And then two weeks later, he sees in the press, oh, Kid Rock and Pam Anderson are getting divorced. Hmm. Now, I'm sure there were other things <laughs> that led up to it. Right. But he's convinced that he, that Kid Rock was like offended by the movie or the treatment of Pam or he, he just, he didn't like it. He was upset that she signed on to do it. He, I don't know what his exact problem with it was, but he apparently mm. didn't want her to do it, really didn't like it once he saw the movie. Isn't this the plot of a Seinfeld episode? I, it just kind of sounds like it. Like, you know, like, so they divorced. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's because so yada, of like, what's yada, the yada, 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 yeah. yada, this mis yeah. misunderstanding. And, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I just, just a weird, random thing to come out now and I guess you know questions have been put out to her publicist and his publicist right and neither Pam Anderson nor Kid Rock have commented on the validity of I mean would you believe a word that comes out of Sasha Baron Cohen's mouth no oh, you know what? here's what I'm picturing I'm just picturing you know you know how, how long were they married a couple years, a year or I two? Don't, I don't even think that, no. So, like, less, you know. Less than a year, I want to say. So, like, you know, 12 weeks into the marriage, you know, you cut to Kid Rock's kitchen. You know, they're reading the newspaper. <laughs> and he pulls the newspaper down. He goes, so, Pam, you, dinner at the Clarkston Woodshop? The Woodshop again? <laughs> Robert, we've had dinner there every night this week. Can we Robert. find a different? I've had mac and cheese every night. Can we find something else? And it's paper really goes good. back up. <laughs> His paper goes down. Pam, come on, you know they serve my beer and I would just like to go have beer and mac and cheese. Paper goes back up and that's the conversation, right? That's what I'm picturing really happened. It's so accurate, Joe. It's like you were there. It's, I, I was. <laughs> Joe, give me a beer. Okay. <laughs> you were their manservant? Yes. I never knew. All right, when we get back, uh, it is the new sensation that is taking over the internet. And if you mm. haven't seen it, it's delightful. And we will show it to you next on Pop That Culture. Listen, watch, share my new show, The Drop-In on New Radio Media. It is going to cover skate, music, culture, actually all sports. I have some great guests lined up, and it's to inspire and motivate people 
to make the most of this life we have. Check out the inspiration, the stoke, and the life of the drop-in with Daryl Valley. I'll tell you what happened. G'day, Morty. I got the Szechuan sauce. We're at C2E2 with the legendary Chris Claremont. Greetings, my fellow geeks. My name is Jordan Trevilian, and this is Get It to the Geeks. We are here with David Yost, the original Blue Power Ranger. Nobody right. promised you when you bought the thing on PS4 that you could play it on Switch. But your, your excuse is garbage. I'm going to pull out my crossbow. All right, sweet chainmail armor. Let's see what you got. rest of the day the rest of the day now i'm gonna have flipping call me maybe mm -hmm. in my head can yes. we get a camera above sarah so she can look up joe i do i do need a cursing the heavens joe camera <laughs> start raining. i'm sorry i know it's okay. not your fault i get it i get why you chose it so joe. um the name of the movie yes yeah. is Always be, be my, my maybe. maybe. Not Always be my baby. Maybe. See, then there's call me maybe. Oh, I saw what so you did So maybe there. and maybe <laughs> are the words that we have in right. common. Right. Unless Arthur Penn Hollywood here. We'd be like, maybe. Um, Netflix. <laughs> Netflix has found a winning formula for a lot of things, mm. but one of which is not having enough romantic comedies in the movie theaters well we're going to be your go-to mm. supply for some of them are good some of them not so good but we're going to keep chucking them out there <laughs> right. romantic comedies in case you. you missed crazy rich asians <laughs> yeah i mean kind of yeah it was very uh reminiscent of that but yeah ali wong and randall park star in always be my maybe and it's cute i watch it it's mm. you know it's just another adorable little Netflix. It's a, a rom-com. Romantic comedy, yeah. yes. And um, there is a cameo in the movie that I did not see coming. I didn't read any articles that spoiled this for me at all. They're all over the internet now, but prior to me watching it on Friday, I guess I just wasn't paying attention and I did not realize, and spoiler alert, three, two, one, Keanu Reeves uh, just comes out of nowhere right. <laughs> in this movie as a as a potential love interest for Ali Wong's character. Yes. And they're they're real gross and makey outy and no you're the best. No, you're the best. Right. Oh, and well, and so the premise of the movie, right, is that they've been they, they kinda had a fling. They did. They were on. best friends as kids growing up, then they kind of hooked up and then they get in a fight and don't talk for years and years and years and then they sort of come back into each other's lives when he's sort of in the same place he was when right. she left him in his life not really going anywhere because um, his mom died and he's taking care of his dad and his life is kind of going nowhere but she has become a celebrity chef mm -hmm. and is wealthy and super popular and living this glamorous life but right before they introduce keanu's character doesn't she describe like having sex with him yeah like how it's like this crazy outrageous sex and yeah. then he walks in right and he walks in he does he, i mean he it's just a strut i mean you have to i mean what it's, else i'm is not it? mad at it right? yeah he looked good so then what happens is of course somebody opens this up as a twitter handle and starts swapping out the music taking requests Four different songs right well because in the movie it's um sale by awol nation and it's mm. it so it is perfect in the scene and you think they couldn't have chosen a more perfect song for right. it. And then you realize footage of Keanu Reeves doing a slow motion strut works with any music. <laughs> you could put Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and I'd right. be like, yeah, Keanu uh -huh. walking okay, slow motion. Okay, so film school kids, what's what's the edit, what do they call that edit where they're like, they're pulled out and then they just basically do a jump cut, right, to where they're like tighter in on in the frame of Keanu because I think that's what makes the scene like, like when they like where you don't you don't do like any like camera move you just push in really quick right yes it's a jump cut is it just a jump cut that's there's jump no cut. weird industry jargon that's supposed to make me feel inferior for not having gone to film school no because because <laughs> you're I mean you're supposed to follow the rule of 30 degrees I believe when you what, make, where you can only have 30 friends and they can only have 30 friends and somehow you overlap you have 30 friends jeez I, mean, oh, I feel impressive. so inadequate 
No, it's like you can only you, if you move the camera. If you move between shots, you have to do at least thirty degrees. But if you don't, it's a jump cut, and then you can you notice it. Even so. if you push in. Even if you push this in. This is yes. we are getting our learn oh on here. Oh my goodness! Very, That's uh, uh, wow. That well, we're VHS kids, and clearly these guys are 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray kids. That was a lot of information Ooh. just to say that there is a Twitter handle yeah. where you can go and watch the same clip over and over again, but to different songs and see if it is just as enjoyable. And it is. So here's the first example, which is Biggie. Oh, his flowing, luxurious hair looks good to Biggie. Hmm. But can it can it stand the Kokomo test? Hmm. The answer to that question is yes, it can. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take you Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go Jamaica, I'm the Florida Key You're so good! <laughs> I love it. Yes, so enjoy it on Netflix. Joe is planning on taking a road trip and watching a movie while I'm driving? not watching it. I'm treating it like an audio book. I'm plugging okay. it into the Bluetooth. He's like, oh, I want to watch Always Be My Maybe while I'm driving up here. Here's the thing. Like, if you have Apple CarPlay, <laughs> if you have Apple CarPlay, you can use your car's transport controls to control Netflix. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Okay. So I'm not like going to be like, huh. Although. Yeah. So I've got a loaner car today, which oh. is part of the reason I'm going on a road trip is because they're paying for the miles. I'm not. And it's got that crazy, it's got the camera in the front, and, and I've actually done this on purpose. If you let the car go and the road curves, it sees the lines, the lane markers, right? Okay. And it will keep you from getting outside of the lines. So technically, I could watch the movie. So you're saying they've made it easier for you to watch television while yeah. you're driving? And Pop That Culture takes no responsibility for any liability of any injuries that may be incurred while you do something stupid like Joe does. Yeah. See, see, I thought you were going somewhere else with that when you said the camera was in front, like you were going to put your your phone in front of the camera so you could watch Netflix through the camera. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> no, wait a minute. You no. just blew his mind. So seriously, behind the rearview mirror, there's a there's a like a, a black box, yeah. which there's probably little tiny people with little tiny steering wheels and brake pedals that watch it. the road for you mm -hmm. as long as you feed them and let them have air. Yes. And don't park in direct sunlight. No. And uh, what happens is if the car, seriously, if it drifts off the road, it will stop at the line. And the, the steering wheel will become kit. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> it starts talking oh. to you. But then if you get too close to the car in front of you, the brakes automatically apply. Wow. Mm. It's like the Jetsons. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the future is now, kids, for all of you people that are graduating. Now is the time for your feeds to be filled on social media with pictures of all the kids and their caps yeah. and gowns. And all and kinds of wisdom parents. from people that you really don't want wisdom right. from. Like, wow, there's a senator speaking at my graduation. I don't want to hear this guy. Give me my piece of paper and send me on my way to my party. Remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Thanks, I guess. I just need quarters for Here are the mistakes I made in my life. Don't make the same mistakes. Go on, have a great day. <laughs> Don't sleep with a stripper who says she's into you because she's not. Yes. Always um, use protection because if they yeah. say they're clean, they're probably not. So there is a graduate who busted her principal who was speaking at the high school graduation mm. for plagiarizing a good portion of his speech. And he didn't plagiarize from... Martin Luther King, Jr. Socrates, right? Um, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Gandhi, somebody, I Joe don't know. Pesci. No, no, he went straight to the source of knowledge, Ashton Kutcher. Apparently, Ashton Kutcher made one hell of a speech in the 2013 13, uh, Teen Choice Awards. Yes. And I was going to say I don't know how this principal knew. About, does he just watch the Teen Choice He Awards probably Googled words of wisdom for no, teens. No, that's what it is. That's, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. 
what it is. If you search, <laughs> if you search best motivational <laughs> speeches for teens, number two is Ashton Kutcher, 2013 Teen Choice Awards when he won the Ultimate Choice Award, which mm. is, I'm sure they just made it up because they wanted him to show up. And right. He gave a, a longer, more fluffy speech to the kids mm. to tell them, you know, what to, his three rules for success. And two, here's, I don't know what number one was. Number three and number two were. Number three, leave that 70s show before <laughs> people get tired of you. Number two, don't marry Demi Moore until you're a little bit older. Right. <laughs> so people, after they got through three and two, started scratching their head going, maybe this is an Aston Kutcher's. Yeah, so the principal said uh, there are three keys to success. The first thing is about opportunity. The second thing is about being intriguing. And the third thing is about living life. And then he goes through each of the three points. Uh, in Kutcher's speech, the first thing is about opportunity. The second thing is about being sexy. So the principal changed it to intriguing. <laughs> and the third thing is about living life. And then right. um, they also, I think they all both mentioned Steve Jobs in there, which, mm. come on, principal, whatever your name is. And we all know, yeah. like, that's a dead giveaway. Th that's, well, you number four Ashton was, Kutcher. if you ever replace Charlie Sheen in a sitcom, <laughs> play a character loosely based on Steve Jobs, yes. right? But I, so we understand how um, the principal may have stumbled upon this speech, which mm. He basically is saying, oh, well, I feel bad. I should have, you know, given him some credit or whatever. But he said, but the words were coming from my heart. I basically just took his format. I didn't 100% Right. Tell steal. Melania that. <laughs> yeah. But why did this girl who decided to post this on social media know with all certainty, like, these are not his words. <laughs> this sounds this is from the 2013 <laughs> Teen Choice Awards. Like, I've watched a million award shows. I couldn't tell you if I was at a graduation speech. I'm right. Like, I think that's what Kate Winslet said at the Oscars right. years ago. Right. Or like, what if this principal started, like, you know, quoting any best hip-hop artist from any Grammy Awards? I'd like to thank God. Right. And my bitches. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why is he thanking God and his bitches? This is a high school graduation. <laughs> I don't know. The whole mm. thing is just a, a soup of not good. Right. The... Now, did the principal, I mean, come on. I mean, he could be quoting anybody. I like the rapper example myself because yeah. then he'd like, you know, he'd finish his speech and he'd drop the mic and he'd jump into his G-Wagon and take off. Like, <laughs> I, it's, you know what? They're just teenagers. It's not like you're addressing the UN. Yeah. I mean, say like, uh, go out, don't do drugs, be a good sport. And herpes is forever. Boom, you're done. <laughs> right? All very good. I'm available uh, for speaking engagements. Yeah. Talk to your new radio media. That, Sarah will come too. That was a tight speech. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. But I just think it's very suspect that she recognized it right off the bat. <laughs> I also think that the next thing is ridiculous. But, I mean... Is it really ridiculous? Is it ridiculous to you and me? It's... <laughs> It's ridiculous, but I understand it. Oh. I see how this has happened, mm. which is to say that Microsoft has hooked up with the parent company of Axe Body Spray, mm -hmm. uh, Unilever, to make uh, Xbox body wash. Now. So that you can smell like a gamer? So you can smell best when you're transmitting on Twitch. Um, yeah. Now, my question is this. Yeah. Will Microsoft make a special edition video game console called the Xbox? Oh, I like mm -hmm. it. I like that. I'm thinking that's like coming. I'm, I'm, and I'm dead idea. serious. Yeah. I'm dead serious. You'll, it'll, it'll be the special console colored like that. Mm -hmm. That, um, oh, and, lift your game. And what will happen is, is there'll be a whole new set of games that whenever you do something, like, you know, you kill somebody, mm -hmm. it sprays the smell of blood into the air, right? Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say, but okay. Oh, well, no. <laughs> so it's like the 4D yes, experience. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know what a, uh, a gamer smells like, according to... Microsoft? Are there any gamers in this room? <laughs> Let us smell you now. Oh, Kelsey, what do you smell like? David, what does Kelsey smell like? Roses. 
That's what I thought. So, uh, no, I, I, I mean, I'm just know. a picture of people that are playing video games for a long time. Well, that's the thing. It's like the it's meme like, is oh, is that, that gamers gamer. need to wash. Like yeah. that's I. Sorry, but if you go to like a gaming convention or yeah. like a place where there's like, a tournament going on, so they need to wash and wear deodorant. And body odor. Right, but I don't yeah. think that it's a good idea to just be like, oh, just a couple sprays, whore bath. Like, oh, now I can, can play, you know, 17 more hours of, of video games. Because I know that's I'm, French I'm, gamers. I'm a, Come on, <laughs> what country do you pits. think you're in? I, I'm just imagining there's a lot of, you know, pe leftover pizza and Surge or Mountain Dew. Mm, Surge. And <laughs> that's 90s gamers. That's so 8-bit, Sarah. And just sitting in your own farts because you, you're like, I'm going to beat this game. I just got it. I've got, you know, you know 10 what? more levels to go. <laughs> to me, it know. smells like... Did you ever pick up a, a game controller that's well used? It's got this film on it, and the button. There's nothing tactile about it except for grease and plastic. Uh -huh. Maybe that's what it smells like. Grease and plastic. That yes. could be. Yeah. Well, according uh. to the makers, Lynx Xbox is a fresh scent of pulsing green citrus. I don't know how it's pulsing. <laughs> Pulsing green citrus. Featuring top notes. Isn't that a porno star from Florida? <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just saying. Featuring top notes of lime and mm. winter lemon. I won't have lemons unless they're wintry. Um, <laughs> aromatic herbal middle notes of mint and sage and mm. woody bottom notes. Woody of... bottom. That's another porno name. Woody bottom notes of patchouli and clearwood. Again, I don't mm. know what clearwood is, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of patchouli. I guess it's like a base note. Right. I get it. I don't know. Right. Well, it adds to the bouquet. And, and a hint of oak. Did you say there was oak in there? <laughs> yeah, or, sure or was it clearwood? What does it pair with, Sarah? What is clearwood? I don't no, know. No, I'm thinking this pair you pair it with surf and turf. Maybe scallops. <laughs> mm, delicious. I, uh, no. Why do you need. I don't. It's. Because it says Xbox on it, somebody's <laughs> going to buy it. It's going to happen. So mm. uh, kudos to the people that are going to just be rolling around in cash for I, making um, this weird thing. No, I, you know what? Next thing you know, there'll be like, um, you know, fragrances. The fragrance inspired by Visual Basic. <laughs> well, no, I think Joe's on to something. They are going to probably release like a, like a special Xbox skin that has Axe on it and yeah. call it the Xbox. Like, I, I, think, I, that, I didn't even think about that. Because this is done by the parent company. So far, this stuff is coming out. The Lynx is just in Australia and New Zealand. But if they were to put anything out in the United States, it would have to be under the Axe moniker. So, yeah, it would be perfect. Right. Yeah, because we have uh, E3 coming up next week. So. Oh, oh David. David Psychic. Pick some lottery oh. numbers for us, dude. Um, See, you now know what? That David is smart. Our next David is just sad. Oh, boy. Just sad. Is there, what's the Axe body spray smell for former star who doesn't realize that people don't care about him anymore? Um... Isn't that like uh, Old Spice? Shh, desperation. Oh, Old Spice. Yes, <laughs> like, I love it. That's my favorite Spice Girl, by the way, is Old Spice. <laughs> yes. If you like the ladies that are more mature. So this video is just, oh, I'm just, I, I want to I wanna hug them. I'd be like, so here's, you sweet, sweet baby, Sarah, baby David. Sarah and I, at, at some point on Tuesday, Sarah and I have a phone call. Yeah. And yesterday's phone call started um, with me in Walmart. True. Sarah on the phone and her describing this video to me. And yeah. I'm kind of, I'm walking through Walmart going, no, not, not David <laughs> no. Lee. Right. And people are looking at me like Diamond they want to hug Dave. me. Like, are, are you okay? Did you just get some bad news broken to you? Would you like to come sit in the customer service area? Come on, come on. Does he have a, bra he doesn't have a bracelet. Okay, good. We don't have to call first responders. It, what was it? It was an yeah. embarrassing David oh, Lee Roth video oh, from terrible. real life. No, I just know that I'm going to be on this podcast. My earpiece is going to be falling out all the time. You are, you are a mess. So uh, David Lee Roth has a podcast. Maybe we'll have him soon. Maybe. Mosey, mosey, bop. Bitty bop. And uh, he was out in Vegas shooting for that because his is also visual. So I think he right. took after Pop That Culture. Um, and then I think he was going to perform at a festival too, at least do one song. Um, so he and his crew with the camera and the lights or whatever they heard in one of the rooms in the hotel just down the way from them, um, Van Halen blasting out of one of the doors. And so he thought, oh, wouldn't it be hysterical if we bang on their door? And it was like, you guys are playing Van Halen. Van Halen, what's up? It's, you know, I'm yeah. David Lee Roth. Bill Murray does this all the time. Yeah, this is, this is great. 
amazing and whoever's playing this music is gonna know it's me and freak out and want my autograph and be like oh my god I can't hey. you're standing <laughs> maybe they got blow oh this is gonna i'm gonna make their lifetime and nope, he uh, mm. he knocked on the door, and I'm pretty sure that these young, mostly shirtless gentlemen there, I believe, for a bachelor party, just thought he was an old guy who wanted them to turn down the music. Yes. You have a knock on the door? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hear. Oh, they heard. It, it, it's a happy neighbor. We heard some Van Halen here, and my name's David Lee Roth, and I'm right across the hallway. <laughs> Want to know? We're on our way to EDC, but the fellas here were coming down the hallway, and they said, shit. We heard some Van Halen, and I said, no, shit. So uh, we're your neighbors, guys. We're off to EDC. We're doing shit. And uh, we heard uh, one of the fellas said, I heard some Van Halen shit through the doorway. So I am Van Halen. We'll be here still. Outstanding. <laughs> fellas, my pleasure. Have a great night. Enjoy the Vegas stay. Small, tiny world. Apologize now. No, don't. <laughs> My heart like, is broken. The, at no time did you see any recognition on the faces right. of the, the guys that were inside the room. I think, I mean, obviously they were kind of looking and confused because the, he had camera people and lights. Right. And then several people crowding around him, so they knew something was being filmed yeah. for something. Are they shooting a sequel to The Legend of Bagger Vance? <laughs> There's an old-timey golfer at the door. Um, I, I feel terrible, because you know what? We could use a jump cut, David, oh. to have them close the door and then have the conversation on the other side. I think that was Sammy Hagar. No, well, what makes it even worse is that, so it was just a crew of like 26 or 28 year old guys who are like, I don't, is this old guy mad because we have music too loud? <laughs> right. No recognition whatsoever. And then there's like hope in the video because we saw him at the waiting area for the elevators. Mm. And one of the guys uh, comes down, one of the shirtless bros comes down and he's like, oh, hey, I just wanted to shake your hand. And so again, David Lee Ross is like, that's right. You're a mm -hmm. fan. You're excited that the old David Lee Ross showed up while you were blasting my music. Right, right before he knocks on the door, the guy's like, I'm going to go get some ice. I'm gonna, it's my turn to play the music. Oh, not your music again. Boo. Your music sucks. Put but it you on shelf. You don't do that to the guy that, that sang Running with the Devil. Right. But so the guy <laughs> runs to him at the elevators. Not to say, I get it, I get who you are now, but again to say, we're really sorry, we will turn it down. And he's like, no, I, I, I love it. Uh, Off-color humor, playing my music, yeah. whatever. Like, they still didn't get it and just thought that they were in trouble for having he's, a He goes back party. to them, hey, you want me to sing some? I'll sing Hot for Teacher. <laughs> Let me sing Hot for Teacher. How about Jump? Jump, have you been to Might a wedding well, lately? Whoa, yeah. Jump, that's me. I used to wear the stretchy pants. That's me. Nothing, nothing in the eyes. And Look at this. I'll, I'll jump up in the air. Comes back with some spandex pants on. <laughs> he tries doing a move, throws his back out. Ah! <laughs> and that's how David Lee Roth died. Oh, was trying oh, to impress oh, a group tell, of 20 something dudes at a Vegas party. Tell Eddie I was glad that I toured with him. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Yeah. Tell Michael Anthony he got the stem. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the, the next story, I tried to be a little careful on it, but I suppose mm. we could still be in legal trouble and owe millions of dollars. I don't know. What? Yes. Come <laughs> after our millions of dollars. <laughs> Do we have production insurance? No. Yeah. No? Okay. No. Uh, the, as you would imagine, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez have a lot of money. A yes. lot of money. Maybe a little bit more than average. And so they are able to afford an apartment in New York that is insanely expensive. Mm. So, so 
much money. And not only are they in an expensive high-rise building, but they are way, way, way towards the tippy top. I think it's like 37 floors up or I don't know. Mm. So for some reason, they feel like they have some sort of an expectation of privacy because their unit is so high up. <laughs> yeah, somebody's unit was high up. However, uh -huh. oh, that was a bad one. Um, mm. There are still office buildings that are at relatively the same level, depending on where you are, mm. where if you don't close your curtains, people can see right into your apartment, like right, right. into your apartment. And you know what? That's an invitation for Zipline. <laughs> we <laughs> came to visit. Um, so they have zero curtains in the bathroom. I'm assuming mm. this place has more than one bathroom. I don't know, but maybe A-Rod just wanted to have, like, feel the sun coming in. Too. Maybe he's an exhibitionist. <laughs> so, oh, it didn't, oh, rats. Okay, well, it's not as clear, but you get the idea. There's, mm. This is the drawing version of the yes, photo. Yes, this is, uh, because <laughs> A-Rod loves to reenact the Take On Me video <laughs> by AHA. So instead of posting the actual photo, which he says he's not suing about, but they do have an investigation to try and figure out who from like the hedge fund office building was taking pictures of him right. while he was pooping. Um, so I, is he really pooping? Yes. What if he's just reading? Well, he is reading. So he's in his button down shirt and he's got his phone out in mm. the photo. And there are, the drawing is very accurate. There were towels right there in the window. So it right. kind of blocks. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. What do you want? Did you want to see more of A-Rod? No, if I had that kind of money, I'd have a bidet. <laughs> What's well, not to say that they don't somewhere. There's not, no, look at the wall. There clearly, there's a shower, a toilet, <laughs> and there's no bidet. There's no way that that would pass code if they squeezed a bidet in there. I the plumbing mean, inspector would have a field day, Sarah. The thing is, is Jeez. that he has children, Jennifer Lopez has children, and mm. Jennifer Lopez is Jennifer Lopez. Who, who the hell has no curtains for A? moments like this but also hmm. showering like you know that your fiance and possibly your children are going to be taking showers in this bathroom get some flipping hmm. curtains you weirdo i know hmm. that it's a high up building but still i just what if that's his personal bathroom what that's if just he... that's just the air yeah. stall he's an athlete he's used to showering in front of everybody getting interviewed while he's showering all that stuff i that's mean what true. if that's the case oh that's true it's not just a rod it's the rod <laughs> Mm. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I would feel, and I, I know that there are a lot of people, because you lived in New York. Mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of people who just don't have curtains on things. I didn't have curtains for at least a month and a half. And <laughs> my, I was, I certainly, I lived Did across the- Did you get to know some neighbors? I was, well, like, no, I was on the, hey. I was on the fifth floor. I was on the top floor of my building and there was a school right across the street. Oh, Joe. But it was lower. So in order for them to see anything that was going on- They'd really in have my, to try. They would have to climb on top of the school and get a ladder. Oh, okay. And that, I'd be like, hey guys, stop that. <laughs> guys. You. You guys. Uh, yeah, I know you want to see more of this. Who doesn't? Woo! Um, yeah, so again, he, he is claiming that they are going to install curtains now. That right. someone is, some weirdo is taking a picture you of You know him. what they should do? Is he should go have a giant picture of him sitting on the toilet, pasted onto the inside of the <laughs> Though that would be the so, curtains. So it always looks like he's sitting on the can. And then every now and then switch it out to him like brushing his teeth. You know? And, I like it. Yeah, why not? Very artistic. Well, that's all the chicanery and shenanigans that chicanery <laughs> that's a fantastic we have word. up our sleeve joe's got to go drive and watch television at the same <laughs> yes. time and then i've got to go be somewhere and just worry about him until we see you guys <laughs> yeah. again next week on wednesday for pop that culture i'll call you when i get there thanks I don't care. Now,